We are at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. Like the Bone Thugs and Harmony song says, after six straight losses, we are at the crossroads of this Mountaineer basketball season. CJ and Zach will come in and join me here on the porch. We're going to talk about where we're at, what we need to do. Is there hope? Uh, little, Not a quite a therapy session, one like in football. Um, we still trust in, in the bear. Uh, we'll also get into a little bit about college basketball in general around the country. And uh, you might hear a thing or two in there about about them, them Bengals, uh, who day getting a chance at the Super Bowl. But we appreciate you guys coming in. Been a little bit of a rough month here of January and February, but we're gearing it back up. Hopefully the Mounties do too. You guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee, Phil style. If it's in the evening, grab that drink and come on back because we're talking all things Mountaineer Hoops here on the porch. Let's go. Guys, where do, where do we start? I feel like where do we start? I mean, we haven't talked since, and we haven't won since. So, partially this is on us. Okay. I feel like but, I got punched in the jaw. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Night, well, well played, Zach. Where well I mean, played. I did have a tooth extracted. It does feel like that. That's probably how Taz felt. Yeah, I feel very concussed. I, here's where I'll start. And, you know, a, after the Arkansas game, listening to Hugs kind of be different in his press conference, really praising, praising the effort, praising that, you know, and, and saying that they're close. And then you see him come out against Baylor and, and, and play with the way they did. Like, that one's hard because you did everything from the – hustle the the effort the locked inside of things to get that done but i i love the fact that they're they're still fighting they're still competing they're not laying down for people so i i i i'm glad in that aspect of things I mean, um they played overall i think yeah that Monday. might either that yeah. might be the best game they played baylor yeah the second time around I mean, certainly offensively. I don't know how many times in conference they've shot over 50%. They made 11 threes. Unfortunately, they gave up 81 points, but, I mean, that was pretty much all in the second half. It's 51 allowed in the second half. That that shouldn't happen. How did how – did, I mean, I didn't feel like we were playing terrible, terrible defense. just felt like Akinjo kind of took over and just made everything. He did. And then Meyer went from doing nothing yeah. to points in the most critical moments. That freaking guy. As, as Tad Sherman's on the bench because of a dude getting punched him in the face. Right. Trauma, well, I mean, I mean, 14, which never happens. That's true. We couldn't protect the rim. Now, I found something interesting, and I wanted to get y'all's take on this. Hugs in the post game talked about, in terms of rebounding, AJ, hey, if you see the film, you'll know. Oh, I think we all know. Oh, right, yeah. which for him to say that is wild to me. Well, he was he was going in on those refs. He was trying Hard. to find. Yeah, um, I, I'm at this point though with this team where I feel like a couple of things have really kind of came about, and we've seen an emergence of 
that makes me optimistic for when other things kind of get back to the way they should, that we can compete with a team like Baylor on the road. You know, Taz getting white hot, Gabe scoring some, getting some offense going, JB starting to find a little confidence. Like, like you said, CJ, how he praised in the second half versus Arkansas and then how he played the other day. We're, we're right there. I think if we get one, we'll get two. And then if we get two, who knows, maybe we keep moving from there. I really like the spot Saturday for us, fellas. Think about it. Tech coming off the big win at home against their former coach. Everyone's patting them on the back on campus all week. They had the escort that led them into the building for Chris Beard. It's the Beard game. Everyone's This is the most electric place in college basketball. And then you've got to travel to Morgantown, West Virginia for a Saturday afternoon game. Weather's going to be an issue with travel potentially. I'm just saying that could be very interesting against a Mountaineer team that's lost six straight. Got to have it win. In the, I think it's a big-time spot for us. And when we break through – and then kind of you you bounce back and you beat Iowa State right after that because they're kind of fading, and boom, you're sitting there at 15 and 8 and 4 and 6 in the league and nobody's worried about Joey Brackets. Yeah, this is a letdown spot for Texas Tech for sure, and yet another one we have to have. So having that one in the Coliseum should help. Yeah, I, I'm with you because it is a flat spot for them, and you, and you could get them. My hesitation on being real up for that is going to be obviously Taz. Well, I mean, supposedly things appear to be good, correct? Yeah, I mean, I know he gave the thumbs up, but it's been kind of – I haven't really heard any more updates unless you guys have. I haven't. Well, I mean, here's the thing as well. This is a Wednesday night. I mean, I think Hugs would typically talk to the media again. You know, his show's tomorrow night. Uh and the media availability would probably be tomorrow. So that's probably the first time we would hear about it anyway. Yeah. I mean, because if <clears> – <throat> obviously, if Taz doesn't play, that kind of changes offensively a little bit for you. But A little. Um, you know, the, the thing <laughs> – Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> but the thing – and, and, the, and the other reason, too, is, is is you started to see the Taz Sherman before COVID. Like, he looked like he had that bounce back in his step. He had his feet under him. Like, that looked like – the Taz we saw at the beginning of the year until he got hit with COVID protocol and got sick and everything like that. So, um, but I, I do love, um, you know, Bridges is starting to kind of get some confidence and feel good about his game. Um, Gabe is doing what Gabe does, which <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you. There might not be another guy in this program's history of, you scream at your TV, no, 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 no. Okay, all right, good job, Gabe. Like, there might not be another guy that's caused that kind of anxiety amongst the base ever. Hey, Gabe's got some sauce now. I'm, you know what? I'm actually okay with him going for it now. I, I'm okay with it, but at times, but like, you know, there's times you're just like, oh, Gabe, don't, oh, like, he had the, the and one he got was uh, he circusly throws it up there and it somehow goes in, and you're like, oh, okay, how? You just grin and take it. We've missed about 18,000 shots within three feet this year, so take them when you can get them. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't feel like there's any need to continue to keep harping back on the last six, right? I mean, or, or do we need to go back to what's happened to hopefully 
understand and, and get better in the present. Well, I think it's tough to go back on the line. I mean, those were, I mean, that's, that's a brutal stretch. That Arkansas team's starting to really play well. I mean, they're a good team. It, we know who Baylor is, you know, obviously Kansas outside of, you know, what Kentucky did to them is really good, especially in their building. And, 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 and you got caught by a Texas tech team in their building at, you know, that, that's just a brutal stretch. I, I think you kind of have to go, all right, what did the effort look like? Obviously, it's still there. Uh, I, I think you take learning moments from it, but I don't know how much stock you really put in it. I'll tell you one thing. Besides the Oklahoma loss, which is clearly the most disappointing amongst that stretch, I agree. considering the level of competition, I'm extremely disappointed that we dropped both those Baylor games just sheerly because of the way we played and how we were in both until the very end. Like, it's just – and we had them down key players. I mean, on Monday they were down LJ Cryer and um, – Flagler, I believe. Flagler, right? yeah. Adam Flagler was out. And game one they didn't have a Kenjo or Sohan. So, like, you had opportunities to get them, you know, without their guys. Granted, against Baylor the first time, you know, Taz was still working his way back from COVID. And, you know, Monday against Baylor – that's the first time since he came back from COVID that he really looked like himself. Yeah. Of course, something had to ruin it. But those two games, not getting one of those really sucks because they were down some key guys. And especially Monday, we were in control of that game for such a long time. And Baylor just scratched and clawed their way back. And granted, we didn't quit, but we just didn't have enough firepower at the end once Taz went out. Yeah. And, and it took such a, such a huge hit on us it was a ton of wind out of our sails it really was and then also at the same time you know you, you get the the charge against you and sean and the charge that went against you when gabe tried to take it back to back took a lot of wind out of the sails then you were kind of playing catch up like you said didn't quit but couldn't fully get over the hump um Texas Tech's just a tough team too though it's not like it's not like it's a game that you know you're probably going to even be expected to win even at home. But it's a game you've got to win. Yeah, you've I mean, let's put it this way: if you don't get that one, and then you're sitting there lost seven straight, and you've got Iowa State. I mean, that's the game of the season, right? If you don't win that, it's it's curtains. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd say so. You can either extend this losing streak to seven content possibly eight or you can get started on possibly a four game winning streak given the teams you have ahead of you being beatable it's just it's that simple it, it's gonna have to start on saturday i, I yeah because i mean there's there's yeah i, I i'm with zach i mean it, it's got to start saturday because i mean tcu i mean you can't even chop I mean, they've been playing really well here lately, um, you know, playing with a bunch of confidence. It, it... I don't know. I I just look at – I just – I feel like even even the games that you have on the road are not easy because those two teams are solid teams. Like Zach said, starting off the night, you know, Nigel Pack drilling that three from, from way back. If we don't play well – on the road, those games are not games I feel great about. 
Hugs have been going to the Octagon Doom on on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I feel like ESPN two just put that together just for just for shits and gigs. You know what I mean? Like, and they and we will not play well. Um, like, are we trying to get another mustard suit situation here? Okay, like oh, the Cincinnati oh, deal. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh. I don't. I mean, that's kind of the vibes I get for that game um, out there in Manhattan. So it's like. Man, there's just so many tough ones. I was asked this question uh, on on the sports report there in Ravenswood. They said, how many more games do you think we could lose and still make the tournament? I want to know what you guys think. Truthfully, I'd say max of four. And I think that would require at least two wins in the Big 12 tournament. Wow. He's like, I think you're a little, I think you're a little too harsh there. I think 12 losses with a lackluster performance in the conference tournaments getting you a spot. Hold on, 12 losses? Yeah, because we're 13 and 8 right now. Four losses puts you at 12 on the season. And, I mean, even as good as the Big 12 is, what have we done to really deserve a spot? Well, I think that depends on who you beat. That's That's the thing. We have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games left. That would put you at um, twenty and four or twenty and twelve, and your wins at that point would be, you know, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State again, maybe. Yep, yeah, UConn. Yeah, that and that's the UAB. other thing. To, and that's, that's the, the other thing to think about. You're not too. getting a lot there. Yeah, and that's and that's going to be the other the other factor on it, and I tend to agree with Zach. Is usually at this point you've got some real resume building quad one wins, and they just they they're not on the resume right now. So let's uh, put it this way: Saturday is a quad one win. You beat Texas Tech, yes, in the Collie. Okay, Iowa State's probably a quad one win. Yes, that's Oklahoma what I think you're State. Good. You're, you're going to have to put some of those together. And, and the hard part, too, is, is with Oklahoma State, how is that really going to get viewed since they're not even postseason eligible? Uh, well, I mean, they're still going to be in the quads. Yes. Sure. Yeah. That's, that, that Oklahoma State game on the road is a very tricky spot, one that I'm not feeling great about. Yeah, and, and I don't feel real – like I know Morgantown's been a little bit of a house of horrors for Kansas, but that matchup just is not a good one. Uh, you know what? I don't mind playing them this year at home. I think we show we could play with them in the first half. They got white hot. Yeah, but maybe we can. Maybe we can play with them there. You never know. Our maybe out this weekend. It, it, if if we give up corner threes to them again, McCormick plays eighty percent of what he did. That's that's going to be an L. But that's that, the, the thing. They they played their best half of basketball in quite a long time. The first time against us, we've beaten them at our place when we certainly shouldn't have in the past. So, I don't, I don't think it's impossible to get them. I, I don't think on it's a Saturday, imp- no less at night. That place is going to be popping. Yeah, I, I don't think it's impossible, but that that that's one that I really just I don't. I, I if you ask me, I'm chalking that one as an L. Hey fellas, and for the record, um, at recording right now. We are 
last place in the Big Twelve. Oof. Oklahoma State is three and six with a four game losing streak. K State is three and six, winners of one in a row, which puts them ahead of us now. Damn. Iowa State's three and six. Oklahoma's three and six. Texas five and four. TCU four and three. Red Raiders of Texas Tech six and three. Baylor seven and two. And Kansas seven and one. So. Meanwhile, Deuce McBride's almost getting a triple double in a G League game. Yeah, it, just, right it, it pains me that he's in the that he's doing all this two way in the G League at times though. When it's like, man, you could have a nat- you could have had a national spotlight to do this every night. Ah, uh, he'll get I, his shot. He's, oh, he's, he's gonna get his shot. He needs to do. Absolutely, I just it it, it would have been awesome for us as Mountaineer fan. The spoiled oh, for sure. The spoiled Mountaineer fan in me is like, oh, I would have loved to have seen him totally. doing that there instead of doing it for the G League and then getting. The other half of the games, but it's like you're gonna get paid. So, I guess no matter what nil money would have been thrown his way, wouldn't have been enough to overset that opportunity with the Knicks for sure. And you're happy for Deuce, but it's you see other guys doing doing some stuff, and you're like, man, that would have been nice for sure. Yeah, it's, it it gets tough when you when you start looking at you know what could have been on the roster, and that's that that's the hard part of it. But you know, like you said, that's unfortunately not not the world of reality. We it's not reality. I end up saying though that I think, given the right combination of wins and losses, I still think Zach. If you get to seven and eleven in this league, we get five more wins, and we're eighteen. And 13, 18 and 14. It with, with five more wins and five, we'd be, we'd be seven and 11 in the league. Yeah, we're 13 and eight right now. So, so five wins, five losses, put you 18 and 13. Yeah, you said 14 just now. Oh, my fault, my fault. <clears throat> so you're 18 and 13 heading into the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, you probably, I think you got to win one game. And then I think you're probably sitting there right on right there at the bubble. But I think a Big 12 team is going to get a lot of love. I do too. But here's the other thing that's that scares you if you're sitting on the bubble. We because you've seen it is some of the other tournaments, something squirrely happens and it knocks a bubble team out. Oh yeah. I, I, I don't miss- con wasn't, you know, jump off the page great. I, you know what, though, Zach? I think good, like I, we I, talked about. I'm going to disagree a little fun. bit with that, though. A little bit. Comparatively sad, but it's comparatively just not speaking, that really carries you. Well, time out. I think comparatively speaking, against the teams that you're up in competition with, it's probably at the very top because of some of the wins that you do have. UAB is pretty much dominated Conference USA. Bradford's been good. Bellarmine's been decent. You've got the UConn win, a, a high-quality team in the Big East that's doing well. And then that Marquette loss doesn't look awful. Arkansas's loss. Your non-league is actually pretty favorable. I'm just saying, besides UConn and UAB, your non-con wins are not just fantastic. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Not to say they're quality. Oakland's good. Solid. I mean, it's not, it's not, a so, not saying it's not a solid, decent non-conference, but it's not one that really 
makes up for your lack of success in conference. I would say, though, your performance in it has to be looked at favorably because then you're also looking at, okay, well, they also played in the Big 12 this year. Right. One of the tougher years it's been, honestly. It's been pretty freaking brutal. Yeah, absolutely brutal. To where, The fact where all 10 teams are like right there on, on the verge of making the tournament, that says something. Except Oklahoma State. Because they can't. Right. Yep. Which is utter crap, but whatever. So, I mean, let's let's say this real quick. What if Oklahoma State starts kind of falling back to the pack, right? And all nine teams got in. How many get in? Do you think eight get in? I'd say eight. I think one of the, you know, the nine team would probably end up getting a bubble pop. And it's just part of it. Call me crazy. Um, why do I have a vibe this team might be first four bound? Or Taz gets kind of really hot for a weekend. And maybe you make the Sweet 16. As an 11? Yeah, 11 or 12. Crazy things have happened. Yeah, I mean, we've seen crazy happen. I, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say it, that that's been the number it's been the last couple of years. I'm going to go with seven just because I think you're going to have a conference like the A-Sun, something squirrely happens. Hmm. I don't think seven doesn't feel great I don't for think us. It'll, I don't think it'll be the A-Sun a because I think Liberty's going to have that one pretty well locked up, but – just one of those mid majors is going to end That's up. That's why you kept using that example. Well yeah. done. Well done. Okay. Um, you know, I just something squirrely is going to happen in one of those mid majors, and that eighth eighth team from the Big Twelve is going to get their bubble popped. So, how we feel Saturday, Zach? Do you feel like we have what it takes to get this one done? Well, we need to rebound, of course, because that's just something we are not doing well. And they killed us in Lubbock on that, too. I feel like they got all the the balls that were in question. They seem to get them. Yes, because that's what Texas Tech does. They don't play with size, but they play with aggression. They play with physicality. And we we can't keep going about this the way we're doing it. I mean, Baylor out-rebounded this by what? 10, 11? And no, 13, excuse me. And Bridges, no rebounds. Cottrell, no rebounds. That that is unacceptable. They they can't do that. And this is another thing that caught my eye, which I realized during the game he didn't play a lot. Four minutes for Malik Curry. I guess he was one of the guys that Huggins was referring to about, you know, attitude maybe, not having the best teammate, you know, whatever. I don't know, but him only playing four minutes kind of caught my eye, especially the way he'd been playing prior. Any any thoughts on that? You know, Zach, it's funny. I didn't even really notice that he only, only played four minutes. Yeah, it, it was kind of tough. And Seth got some run, which was good to see. Um, you know, he made big shot in the first half, made a big shot in the second half, too, to kind of give yourself an opportunity um, that Curry, was, was Curry loose with the ball when he was in? Uh, he was a little. I think some of that. I, I think some of that's a message. Some of that's just he didn't play well. I, I think there might be a mixture there. Uh, he had three fouls. I will say that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But even still, you get him back in at some point. I would think, but they didn't. 
Kobe got 14 minutes, which I think maybe he was one of the freshmen that they were talking about who's been playing well in practice and stuff, and he deserved more time, and he got it. And yeah. he played well when he was in. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. I, I, I'm with Zach, though. Rebounding's got to be the thing. And, I, and I, you don't have to beat Texas now, Tech on the glass. Hey, CJ, question, question real quick crushed. on the rebounding. Right. And question on the rebounding. You were talking about it all night. And then Hugs kind of mentions it in the postgame. Do you feel like that, if we kind of get a little, we kind of get some help there Saturday with a home whistle, maybe we will be a little bit better on the boards? Oh, no, no. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, uh, that, that I think was the frustrating part. And, and you saw, you know, Gabe and, and Paulie and, you know, some of the other guys. Well, Meyer straight shoved off there at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of times McNeil got straight shoved, Jalen got straight shoved. Like, if you'd have gotten some more of those, I don't think the number would have been quite as bad. Um, that that definitely played a factor. Um, but I mean, the big thing is, is do you know who the co lead, the, the two leading rebounders from the Baylor game were? One of them will oh, yeah. surprise you. One of them probably will. One of them would. One of them would. Correct. Um, I'll go with Gabe. Gabe was one of them. Uh, Gabe had five. The other guy had five. Tez. Nope. Close. Sean? Sean. In 39 minutes. If Sean's your second leading rebounder, it's been a very long day on the glass. Um, Uh, Yeah. We had 23 rebounds on 32 Baylor misses. They had seven rebounds. Yeah, I, I think the key with Texas Tech is going to be, and Zach mentioned this, is those 50 50 balls. You're going to have to get them, you're going to have to win those. If you can win the 50 50 at home, you're feeling pretty good. Those are going to be the ones that those are the those are the ones you're going to have to get against Texas Tech. They don't give up. They don't give up possessions. They're going to hustle. That's what they're going to do. I mean, it's still very much you know the the Chris Beard model. I mean, obviously they didn't differ too far from it, um, but you've got to win the fifty fifties. Got. I'll say it. this. I think Tech coming off of the spot is good for us in the fifty fifties. The kind of the draining travel. You know, they obviously probably would have – they're not – you know, they, they just finished last night. They're going to have to make their way out here. Maybe a team that's not as motivated to play a West Virginia team that's struggling. Um, and at, at, against a team where our back's against the walls, we might just have that little extra motivation. We need to get some of those 50-50 balls this time with the packed – with a good crowd on a weekend. I like that for us. This is a good team for us, I think, to play in this situation. We yeah. are going to need another game similar to what Taz and Sean did, if Taz indeed indeed plays. I mean, you had you had forty five between the two on sixteen of twenty four shooting, and you don't win. Like it really sucks to waste a game like that. That's true, and Zach. And in a game where Sean falling down parallel to the floor somehow finds a way to make that shot again. That was wild to go up nine. I thought that might have been our night. <laughs> I did too. At that point, I'm like, damn, we're meant we, to win this game. And then, yeah. Uh, um, just sucker let me, punched. L- let me yeah. ask you this question because I, I heard we need to get somewhat, sucker punched. I, I heard this question somewhat posed. I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on your guys' thoughts on this. 
is because we've and we've even said it you know this team's kind of at a crossroads like this is the crossroads does this feel maybe like the football team did when you came out of baylor and you got absolutely crushed <laughs> the like, two and four episode man yeah does mm. that does, does that do you guys have the same feelings here because i, I kind of do. do cj coincidentally yeah that's a very good parallel it really yeah, is it feels like this this is going to be the moment we learn a lot about this team and, and what they want to accomplish. Where, but I mean, do you I have like, a feel one way or the other? I, I do, like where I, we're going now. I, I like it simply because it it doesn't feel like a lack of effort. Now, had they gone out Monday and gotten their doors blown off, I'd probably feel a little different. And, and early it felt that way in the game because Baylor kind of got out to a little bit of a hot start. But they rallied, they fought, they were leading for over what 30, 30 minutes of that, 35 minutes of that game. Like the effort is there, they're fighting, they're hustling, it, they're not quitting. So I feel really good about what Huggins has. Like it still feels like he's very much got his pulse on this, and they're, they're, you're gonna. You, you got to find a way like you got to feel like at some point one's got to bounce your way. And what we did after that Baylor loss in football, you know, you start two and four, turn around and go four and two the second half. The schedule sets up to where a similar result is possible. You're two and seven in conference now. You could go seven and three the second half because, you know, a lot of the most difficult games you have were in this first half of conference play. So is that cold enough? Hold on now. You're you're telling me, and I just want to get this straight here. We're currently sitting at two and six. Two and oh, you're right. Two and six. My apologies. So, so you're saying you think that we can now go the inverse of this and go six and two in the second half? Well, it would end up being eight and two or seven and three, something like that. Because you have ten games left. Right. Yeah, I think we got gotcha. So, like, I mean, I think Saturday's winnable. Because I don't think this is a bad team. I think they have deficiencies, but they can find ways to overcome those. I mean, they're not a bad team. They're really not. I just – Yeah, I don't think they're a bad team. I think in some cases against some teams you've just been out-personnelled. Yes, you're outmatched by the really, really good teams. Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech. Oklahoma was a game you shouldn't have lost, but you did. How well, outmatched are we against Texas Tech, though? That game felt pretty close in Lubbock until the very end. Well, like we said, that last four minutes made the difference against Texas Tech. It's true. But so, those are those are teams that are upper echelon of the conference, top teams in the nation. But these other teams you can make are it more happen, our level. We can, well, but we I, can, but I also think make you those can, wins. I think you can get a you think you can win a game maybe the last four minutes when it's in your building. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, five of the ten games at the Coliseum. So, if you can find, find a way to win four or five of those, hopefully, you know, you get a couple road games, which you would hope to get, and there's your seven wins to flip the script. Yeah. I mean yeah, – I'd agree with that. I – I look at it and I say, I think we can win the next two, which I think then builds your confidence. Like, best case, I mean, out of the month, if if you go four and three in this month and you're 17 and 11, how you feeling heading to March, Zach?
Hmm. I mean, again, I I would like to see what they do in the tournament in the in the Big Twelve tournament. And let's just let's just go another step farther with that and say that you split with Oklahoma and TCU, regardless of the order. You're 18 and 12, and that puts you at, like we said, yeah, 7 and 11 in the league. I, I think that's a tournament team. It could be. I mean, I'd have to look back at what conference records have typically gotten into the tournament. I don't think, but here's the thing. I don't think this is a little bit of an outlier. Big 12 tough every year, though. I mean, that's that's kind mm, of not this tough. Well, we say that, but every nah, year pretty damn we, tough, top to bottom. I don't know, but this is this it's just is different. A little, this is a, a couple different, different teams have flipped. Like Oak, Iowa State last year wasn't worth a shit, and this year they are. You know, Kansas State's kind of been a bottom third team here recently. Um, same with Oklahoma State, but. They're always tough. There's not exactly. a game any time during the right, Ooh. absolutely. But I think also now you're getting more respect nationally. Like I mean, truthfully, though, think about it. The rest of the the rest of the nation, the big the the Big East is getting love. The ACC is getting dump trucked on. The Pac-12 isn't thought of very highly. I mean, th- there's a lot of bids to be had to get in this tournament. It could happen. I mean, seven wins in the conference could help you enough to get in the tournament. But again, yeah, I don't I think, think it's gonna... a possibility to say we need at least one win in the conference tournament. We got to do something. Yeah, because I think you want to be closer to five hundred in conference to really have a, 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 a legitimate look. Eight and ten gets you in. Eight no and ten makes you feel better. Yeah, eight and ten, I'd feel a lot better with than only seven conference wins. I feel like that puts you on the bubble and puts yourself in a really bad position. And I understand that this is kind of semantics, one win, but it makes a difference. Oh, it really does, though. The the op the op twenty on the season that twenty wins looks a lot better. Yeah, I just want Hugs to get number nine fourteen so bad. I feel like I've I've been I jinxed it last time in the pod, and now it just hasn't happened. So well, let's so it, let's let's bring it, it back. Come on. Well, it's only not only nine fourteen, but then that would give him what five hundred even at WVU. Is that what I saw? Is he sitting on that? I thought that's what I saw. I could be wrong, but I thought no, he he's got a winning record at WVU. No, 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 no. But I mean, five hundred wins at the school. No, no, no. He's coaching number. He already coaching game Coach number five hundred. Okay. Yeah, I, the, I I caught the graphic quick, and I never did really completely get back to it. No, but I, apologies for my horrible math. Pretty much the whole podcast. <laughs> Eight wins wouldn't get us to twenty on the season. Nine wins in conference would get us to twenty on the season. So if we can go five hundred conference, twenty wins on the season would be a nice number. Zach, I'll tell you this: I think eighteen regular season wins with a nineteenth in the tournament, you're good. Eh, it's possible. I'm not going to argue with you because I think it's possible. The, the the I think the first four feels really likely. Just have that weird feeling. 
I hope I'm wrong. I hope we can go on a little stretch and kind of make it make it happen. Um, like I told you guys at the top, man, you know, the Mariners haven't won a game since the NFL playoffs started. So we need to end that trend in quickly. Um, it's It's been a long two weeks or three weeks, right? Three weeks now. Um, I don't know, fellas. It's, it's the rubber meets the road here on Saturday and then definitely Tuesday. If we lose both, we're done. We're, you don't, you don't have any hope at all. I mean, if you can't pull it out from within yourself to win at least one of those games, what, what are you going to do with the rest of the season? It's just, you gotta, you gotta break your snot at some point. Yeah. So let's just say we come out of that with a split and we're three and seven in the league and 14 and nine. Do you, are you optimistic or are you just like, we are, we are at the bare minimum of where we're at with two road conference games coming. Can you split? And then Maybe. you got Kansas and it's a do or die. Well, that's not a do or die at that point, is it? I mean, that's one of the well, what's one of the games that you think it, you lose. Let's just say this, Zach, though. If you were to split these two at home, then split the two on the road, you're gonna be fifteen and ten. You lose to Kansas, you're fifteen and eleven, and then you're what? In the conference, you're then at that point four and nine. I think you're done. What happened to seven conference wins getting you in the tournament? Well, I mean, that means you got to go on the road or, and beat Iowa State. Means well, you, you got to lose go two of those road. last few. It means you got to go. Huh? At that point, if you're four and nine, you can lose two of those last five. You don't have to win out. Can't go three and two to finish. Go four and eleven. I mean, what's what's the rub here? Four and nine. Hold on. So let's say let's say you go to Ames. And you lose Iowa State, you're four and ten. You come back and you beat Texas five and ten. You lose Oklahoma five and eleven. Your math is off here. Bob. I know my math went. I went to your side of the math. This is a this is a bad math podcast. It is a bad math <laughs> podcast right now. Texas takes fourteenth in the country somehow. Yeah, it's a good thing none of us work with numbers for a living. Oh wait, I'm an engineer. I guess that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, dude, I'm in hospitality, working sales, and I'm a front office manager, and I work with them every day too. There you go. Yeah, I don't have to work with them as often, and I'm. I feel like I'm pretty decent at math. I'm struggling right now with that because it's just hard to count fictional W's and L's. Um, well, but but, uh, but on the subject of, of of counting wins and that kind of thing, I want to pose you guys this because we kind of brought it up, and it's a little bit of a different math question. 117 wins to what Huggins would need to pass Gail Catlett for all time. Say that again. Huggins is 116 behind Gail Catlett for all time wins at WVU. So needs 117 to break it. Does he get there? Uh, I'd say no. I don't see him coaching that long. 116. 116 ties him, 117 breaks it. Just the easiest way of looking at it is another 621 seasons. 
and I don't I don't see that happening. How old would he be at that point? I I I would be very intrigued because I will say this. Um, sometimes you know, let's say we get it back together here next year and the year following, and say you have a couple of years where you win like twenty four games. You're like twenty four nine or something like that. Those add up pretty quickly. I think he could get it. I think he's got about another four to five years left in him. But do you think maybe more? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to be willing to deal with the transfer stuff for that long. I I will say this. I feel like, I mean, he's commented on how he felt like he didn't use it the way he wanted to this time. He's still youthful. A lot of, and I don't say he's still youthful. Excuse me. <clears throat> he he wants guys that are able to play, you know, a couple years in this thing. I think he'll get somebody kind of on the staff to like kind of figure this out. I don't think he's done with the idea of it. I think he yeah, wants to he, win he, one, man. Yeah, I think he, he wants to win one so bad for this state and also for himself and for the university. And I, I just – I don't think he's going to go out quietly. Yeah, I don't either. He admitted they didn't do it right and that they're going to, you know, make sure that they're better on it. But to answer the question, he's 68. He's got a lot longer in him than than, than what you might think, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I found it kind of intriguing. I, I tend to think he gets there just because of kind of what you said, Blaine. I think he wants to win a national championship at WVU so bad that that's the thing that keeps driving him. Plus, I think the other thing, and you've heard him talk about it, is he loves to coach. He loves to be in there with the young guys. Like, he loves all of it. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he, he definitely looks older than he does, than he than he did when he came, but he still doesn't look near what his age would make you think he is. In my opinion. Yeah, there's some older dudes out there looking than him. Yeah, I feel like I, I would right. I think that's fair to say. I think like he looks young for his age, I guess you could say. Despite his age being what you said sixty seven? Uh sixty eight. He'll be sixty nine in September of this year. Well, he's he's definitely got the spunk. He's still got it. So, I don't I don't question his ability to do it. I just don't know what his desire to do it that long is. Well, I mean, we'll just have to see how the next few years go. That's a good question. That's 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 a good point, Zach. No, that is, that that is a fair fair point. The other thing that I think is like he's got that place in Morgantown that he. I mean, it's a the state. What within a two minute drive from the Coliseum? Yeah, well, I, I definitely don't think he's going anywhere ever. Like, I he this is his last stop. The question I think, and Zach makes a good point, is is you know how much how much longer does he really really want to do it? I think he's taking some pride in the fact that he's out that he's still doing it, and guys like Roy Williams have retired. You know, Shashevsky's yeah. retiring. Calhoun's, I guess he's retired or he's coaching division six somewhere. Uh, I, you know, Bayheim's yeah, Bayheim's still he's still kicking. 
Still, he's, still, yeah. still up there coaching he's, and battling. Him and yeah, he's still battling up there with the Qs, with 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 essentially a whole whole uh, you know stepbrothers vibe there with with Buddy and Jimmy. And what what's the other what's the other is the other one named Jimmy as well? No, you asked me too fast. I can't remember <laughs> his name. The Syracuse Bayheims. The Bayheim Trio. Yeah. Barbershack Quartet of Bayheims up there at the at the Carrier Dome. Jimmy and Buddy. Buddy. Also, it is Jimmy. So one of his sons is named after him. Yes. Because right. Buddy's the one who torched us last year. Yeah, let's let's we enough. We didn't have to bring that up. That's no. That's on me. Him, you CJ for talking about Bayheim. Well, I, I just mentioned Jim. I wasn't going to talk about Buddy. I, I said, well, you yeah. you brought up the cues. Enough said. But I'm with you though, dude. About about how um about how Hugs does take some pride in it, and I, I think he. I don't know. I, I I just I don't think there's. I guess the question is, how long does he want to get on the road and and kind of and get after it. Guys, interesting thing, and I kind of want to close this out tonight on the basketball talk with this for Mountaineers and then kind of a real quick national look um, here. Saw tonight on Twitter, Taz has a tweet talking about the Jerry West Award watch list. Thoughts? I mean, as much as these guys want to talk about it's – all team or whatever, they've obviously got obviously got individual goals too. So what do you expect? Everyone has individual goals. I think that's fair. I I don't necessarily have an issue with it. I mean, especially now when you're talking about you know these guys in, in the NIL and all that. Uh, and to me, that that's a sort of pride. I mean, you you get named to that kind of list. I mean, that's that that's something to be. I mean, celebrated. I mean, he's. You know, definitely yeah. one of the best players in the conference. You know, he's getting recognized nationally. I, I, I don't have an issue with a guy. You I think know, he's. Maybe. I think he's right to have a little bit of a gripe, and hopefully that's it. Just one little gripey tweet goes to the school Jerry West played played for is scoring nineteen points a game, carrying a team that without him obviously is a, is a sight for sore eyes offensively. Yeah, um, I mean, you saw what happened con- when he wasn't there against Texas. And, yeah, and he's in the conversation for Big 12 Player of the Year. I mean, I, you know, to me, I, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. I, you, I think you, You've got some people griping, saying, when well, we haven't won a game in a month, why is he caring about this? they trying to say some players wouldn't. But I guarantee if Javon Carter wasn't named to an all-defensive team, he'd be a little disappointed. Now, would he go to Twitter? I don't know. And it's really it doesn't really matter. But for people to get on him for that, I think it's a little harsh. Yeah, I, 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 the to me those are the old, you know, those are the old gruffins get off my yard type of people. Like I, you know, I mean these 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 kids are paying attention. They're reading. I mean, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. I mean, if it as long as it doesn't turn into a complete circus for him, I, I got no issues with the one off going. Yo, what in the world? Hmm. Yeah, I'm that's, with that's, him on that. That's just me. I, I I don't I don't necessarily have an issue with it as long as it's not something that 
I think he's right to say what he said. Um, well, you know what though? Prove him wrong. Got there and dropped thirty on Tech on on Saturday and kind of get back the vibe, get back the good vibes of Mountaineer basketball. Uh, it's <sighs> Zach. If you had to go right now, yes or no, NCAA tournament. Yes. But not by much. I'd agree with you, CJ. I'm going to say right now, yes, but you're looking at one of the first four. I think we're all kind of in that first four mode, right? Or, Zach, do you think there's still a chance of not that not being where we, where we land? If we pull our heads out of our asses, we can maybe pull the nine seed, but – we really gotta. We really gotta get things turned around because this is you're not much a, higher than I am on us on that. By the way, on that nine seed. I mean, I still think this schedule is manageable, but we've really got to get shit turned around. What's the first thing? Rebounding. Only because the effort seems to be there, and like they're playing really, really hard. But if the rebounding's not there, then we're gonna have a hard time. So yes, that's a that's a huge, huge issue. And their their ability to work it in the half court because they can't just keep keep relying on Taz and Sean to bail them out. And unfortunately, that's what keeps happening. I don't know why I keep having optimism that that might change because you're pretty much showing your stripes at this point. So hey, at, at least know. at least Gabe can take it at the bucket. <laughs> Yeah. Who'd have thought we'd have been saying that? Who'd have thought we'd have to rely on that? Uh, yeah, that's. I would have would have never dreamed Gabe would have scored eighteen points a year ago. Would yeah, have never if, dreamed. If you, well, yeah, and if you'd have been like, yeah, you know, we're going to need Gabe to be an offensive presence. I think we'd have been. You would have been like, oh God, how bad are we offensively? Yeah, yeah. And speaking of never dreamed, never would have dreamed the Bengals would have been in the Super Bowl. CJ. No, it, that's it, it's it's awesome and it's it's a big deal. And you know to kind of you know keep it kind of West Virginia themed. You know, there's always West Virginia connection. There's a Quentin them in this one. You know, Quentin Spain's playing. Um, one of the um, athletic trainers for the um, Rams. Um, his kid goes to WVU, so like I mean, there's 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 a ton of connections. It's it's kind of cool. You know, hugs being in the city for that long. Uh, the Bengals Bengals radio guy Dan Horde does Cincinnati stuff, so little prior relationship there. Um, man, let's hope let's hope we don't have to wait two weeks, another two weeks before we get a dub in basketball. I. I don't feel like that's where we're at, but you know, it's it's go time. It's go time Saturday. That's that's for sure. Two o'clock on ESPN. Um, you get this one, and I think some good things will start rolling our way. Like you said, Zach, the snowball go the other way, perhaps. Um, yeah, guys, I mean, get, winning winning can be contagious, just like losing can be. That's true. You know what else too? Let's remember the Javon Carter teams. 
that won 15 in a row in a season also lost, what, five in a row? Or was it four? It was four or five. It was one of the two. So it can happen, even to good teams. And this team's maybe not a definitely not on the level of that team, but it can happen. CJ, let me ask you, I know you probably went through a lot of slumps as a hitter, you know, in baseball. I mean, like once you finally got that one though, you got you got you got one or two more, right? Yeah, I mean, once you get that yeah. one, you kind of. I didn't have too many prolonged slumps. That's why I asked you. Yeah, no, I, 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 I had a couple where you just it doesn't feel like you have days where you just you feel lost up there, and then you have other days yep. where you hit the ball and the screws, kind of like Baylor. It's and it's the mental game. Yeah, yep. and you you finally get on base, and you're able to take that exhale, and like okay. All right, let's get back to basics. That's kind of where I feel like this team is. Like, you get that win Saturday, exhale. Okay, this is easy. This is simple. And next thing you know, you run off three or four in a row, and it completely changes how you think, how you do, like everything that goes into it. Absolutely. Yeah, it just just takes one. The problem with this conference is is everybody's throwing Max Scherzer fastball and and sliders (laughs) at you instead of getting, you know, occasionally getting drawn a walk or something. They've, they've got their A game yeah, uh, but sometimes coming though, at you. And if you, if you keep it with the baseball thing, which I know we're probably putting Zach to sleep with, you know, sometimes it's not always the solid one. It's that little dribbler that just finds a way through, right? That could be Saturday where you just find a way to steal it. You squeak it out, tough, close game, and you just you found a way to win it. It wasn't convincing. It wasn't dominating, but you got it done. Sometimes those are the ones that really get it ramped up because that's when you can really go, oh, okay, this is simple. This is easy. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny though, too, Phil, as you think about it, you lost in two of the toughest built buildings in the Big 12. I mean, the fog and going into Lubbock. I mean, kind of understandable. You lost well, a big Monday say- game to Baylor. That's pretty tough. That's three right there. Well, yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, you've already been to the three, probably what three toughest places to win in the conference at Baylor, at Kansas, and at Texas Tech. Three, three of them for sure, because you can't leave out. Uh, can't leave out Iowa. Yeah, can't leave out yeah. the Hilton Coliseum. The old yeah. magic. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. But, but definitely I mean, three of the top five easily. We. Uh, just- we got a stretch ahead of us where we can get yeah. wins. We just got to take advantage. You know what it is, and Zach, I think more or less than anything else, it's like, man, if we could just have that Oklahoma game back now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that could the end one. up being one at the end that really bites you in the ass. Yeah, and it, you know what sucks? And I've, I've always felt this way. Midweek games for us at home, that's when you want us. You don't want us on the weekend in conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically we can we can make things happen a little better there, but I don't know why that is. We're just well, and you know. know it's the oddity of Oklahoma too. I mean, their record against us in Morgantown's unbelievable. Yeah, what are they? What's six four and four and six. lifetime? Four and six or six and four? I can't remember. No, no, they they have a winning record against us. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Texas Tech, I don't think has as good of a record in the Coliseum. Well, hopefully that continues on Saturday. Yeah, we need it to. 
Well, fellas, I think that's, I mean, unless we want to kind of hit on anything, I mean, you see anything around the nation, hoops-wise, um, kind of want to bite on real quick here before we get out of here? Uh, you, Don't one, say it. I hate to say it, but I'm, do it. I, I'm going to. The Did anybody else kind of perk up? I didn't watch any of it, but I caught the score because I had to work Saturday night overnight. But uh, He's going to do it, isn't he? He's going to do it. I am. The way in which Kentucky just, Oh, he did it. I mean, <laughs> to go into the fog and not just win, but to dominate that thing. To be quite honest, I did not watch a minute of that basketball I didn't game. either. I just kind of caught the highlights on it, but that one just kind of was like, dang. No, I, I agree. I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't watch any either. I would have really liked to, but I didn't have a chance. But, yeah, that one definitely caught my eye. They – that's a game I did not expect to have that kind of outcome. Like I could have seen them winning, but they they handled biz in a big way. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Is Kentucky a big time team? Are they are they the team that we should be kind of dark horse just national championship type? I don't know. I'm I mean, I wouldn't like, say they're a dark horse at this point. They're fifth in the nation. Well, you're right. I mean, they moved up pretty high after that one win, didn't they? What could you expect? That's how a hell of a win. What? How far did they jump? They were – who were they before that? that I like, say 10, like a, 10 spots? Yeah, I think they, they were like 15. They were 12. 12. They jumped seven. Wow. Can't, they, they flipped with Kansas because Kansas was, Kansas was fifth in that, in that matchup. Hmm. It's a big dub. It is a big dub. Yeah, that's, you know a, what? That, that, that's a big one. And then give um, the other one that jumped out at me, especially from just Saturday, because I you had the Big Twelve S, you know, SEC challenge. Texas TCU. I mean, that that's a big win against a ranked opponent in LSU. Oh yeah, it was a good win. You know, I mean, that's you know that kind of perk that was kind of like wow. Okay, I mean that you know. Jamie Dixon's got them playing at a really good level. Oh, and do you know a team that could never be more overrated every single season in basketball? Zach, you know who I'm going to say. I don't know if I do. Oh, Villanova. Oh, well, that, but yes, not, (laughs) not, not tonight. They did lose, by the way, to Marquette. Are you going to, are you going to throw some, are you, are you about to head to the uh, Spokane area? No, oh, not yet. Geez. Not not for that either. Not for that. Okay. No, this this team is at the bottom of the top twenty five. SEC school always seemingly gets a lot of love, and I don't get it at all. Not Tennessee. Absolutely Tennessee. Really? Are you flipping kidding me? How in the flying bloody? I mean, I could use a million words. I'm trying to improve on this here in the new year fellas um kudos yeah right um and sometimes it doesn't matter um <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> well damn um but how how does tennessee get ranked all the time what do they do i mean they lost to texas they i don't know dude tennessee to me they always seem to be ranked and i'm like 14 and 6 what's what's number 22 in the nation good about that I got Sorry. their ass spanked by Kentucky. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, 
hey, you know a team that should be ranked higher? Um, Providence. I'm telling you right now, that's a damn good team. Watch out for them. I feel like they might be a Final Four type squad. Wow. Ed Cooley in the gang. I really like them. Yeah, I mean they've been ball. playing. They've been playing really well all year. I mean that that that's a really good team. They fell asleep at the wheel there in a game versus Virginia, right around Thanksgiving. But I mean they beat Texas Tech, um, in a barn burner. Split with Marquette. Yeah, no. I mean, Marquette's their only other loss. Beat on the road. Yeah, they're they're good, man. Beat the Catamounts. Wisconsin, they got a dub. That's a big win in the non-con. Yep. I mean, they're they're very good. The Friars are are not to be trifled with. I'll just tell you that right now. I'd take them over Gonzaga any day. Oh now. That is an interesting proposition, my friend. I would take I'd take Providence on a neutral floor against Gonzaga. Well, hopefully you get the chance to back that up with a little bit of dollar dollar bill. I hope March. I do. Hope I do too. Hey, what do you think about Houston real quick? Final four good again. I mean, Samson's always got them ready to play. I haven't actually gotten to see them play this year, but I know they've got talent out the wazoo. CJ? Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. A lot of it's obviously going to depend, you know, kind of on, you know, region and that kind of thing. But uh, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, he's he's got some players. I mean, they got some dudes. It's hard to tell, though, with the competition they've played to this point. I mean, they, they had yeah, you pretty, good, get into that pretty good non-conference. Yeah, you kind of get into that. But you, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot to, you know, lose too many games in this in this conference the way it's well, set up right now. Hey, fellas, you know a league that I'm not a thousand percent sure on? I think Arizona's pretty good, but like I'm not sure how good UCLA is. I think I think they're good, I think but I don't have a little bit of Gonzaga in them right now because they were they were almost at the top of the mountain last year and they've got all those guys back. It's almost like they're kind of doing what they have to do to get these wins against teams that they're better than. And then when tournament time comes around, they're really going to turn it on. I think that they should be a team on everybody's radar coming coming down the stretch. They're just very, too good. Yeah, very excited for tonight for that UCLA Arizona game, though. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a big be test for them. Very good. Um, I think I think the team though, another team though, real quick here too. I kind of want to hit on Baylor. Obviously, I think definitely on that conversation. Wisconsin at 11 still feels a little odd to me. I'm not going to lie. But they seemingly have played great in the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's a good league. I just don't know. I'm still not sold on trust them in March. Maybe I just lost them, watch, lost them lose tonight, and that's clouded my judgment a little bit. But I don't know about them, man. Johnny, Johnny Davis is pretty tough. They've got yeah, some good ball players. I, I feel like I feel like Johnny Davis is kind of like they're a little bit more interior version of of uh, us. If we didn't have if somebody shuts down Taz, I don't think they're that great. They play a little bit better defense than we do, but they're a little slower pace. I'm just not sure how good Wisconsin is. The Big Ten this year doesn't necessarily really impress me, uh, Zach. I'm going to be honest. 
Yeah, other, you know, other than teams, Purdue, other than Purdue, yeah, Purdue, Purdue's legit. Like they're, they're Illinois has kind of impressed me too. Purdue's, which I've I've had Purdue in the Final Four in more brackets than I can count over the years, and they've always let me down. But this year, this year I might actually get some money off of them making the Final Four because they are that good. This yeah. is the one time I'm willing to go with you on Purdue, by the way, too. Uh, maybe yeah, Robbie Hummel and the boys with Jawan Johnson back in the day too. That was that yeah. was one of my first uh, disappointments. <laughs> Let me ask you this because we've been talking about some teams, and I it, it feels kind of weird to to say this, but the number one ranked team in the nation, Auburn. I was going to pick them as my team, even though it's a, a gimme them being number one. But I mean, I did not Ooh. see that coming. Love that I, guard play. I mean, Bruce Pearl's got that thing just. Humming like and hallelujah that. for him, by the way, too. So we don't have to see Gonzaga with a stinking one beside their name all year <laughs> playing in that West Coast conference. Hey, good for them. And one of the guys who has been awesome, and I don't, I mean, he gets he gets some notoriety, but the way he's played, I feel like Jabari Smith probably deserves more than he gets. He's been fan- he's been fantastic as a freshman, run uh, yeah, and in and, and KD Cannon. <laughs> I mean, they are. They're really good. Although I will say this though, every time I watch Auburn play, they seem to be in a dogfight. Like they're well, getting they everybody's best chance, and it just feels like they're barely holding on. Well, but you know a, what? They hung yeah. a hundy on uh, Bama tonight. So yeah, well, and here's the thing too, though, is is as I look at teams like that, like okay, you're in a bunch of dogfights. You're going to be in those in March Madness. And if all you've done is find a way to win those, like to me, that just makes it even better in March because it's going to be, hey guys, we've been here before. Yeah, wow, they've you know, what, Zach, I didn't, I didn't, did not watch as much of that game because I did not know they put it on Bama that that. <laughs> oh yeah, they... <laughs> maybe I'm just maybe I'm just kind of still when I watched them play Missouri, it was kind of a dog fight. They've had pretty convincing play, wins otherwise. And then when I watched them play against Alabama back earlier in the month, and then even though Miss game was kind of tight, but then I'm looking at some of these other ones, and they've all been kind of like the the Missouri one's the one I look at and go, "Ooh, how were that's a game you I think you should have dominated. That's a one point win." Like, and, and maybe I'm still having PTSD from uh, watching them play UConn in that double OT game uh, the day before Thanksgiving. They just took like four hours to play a basketball game. <laughs> Dude, love happens. Auburn though. Yeah, they're going to be a tough team. Obviously, I mean, national championship. I mean, I don't want Bruce Pearl to win it though. I'll be they're honest. They're still really young. I I think that could end up being a detriment to them, but because it won't count in like five years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing win one though. Although I don't want to see him win it. Never mind, I'll take it back. Nope, say it. I was going to say Texas Tech. And hear, yeah. hear me out. Hear me out on this. I, their coach is awesome. I That's what I was going to say. I really like that Adams guy. And for him to kind of pull up Bill Guthridge and, like, not necessarily in the same – to com- compare Chris Beard to Dean Smith, but to come in year one with a pretty good team and, and be a really good tactician coach that had been on the bench for a long time, and then you win it with them, that'd be pretty cool. You know what's going to end up happening, though, right? It's going to be Duke. It's going to be Duke. Let's go, Duke. 
Actually, it's going to be Coach love, K walking I would out love to see it, riding the white horse into the sunset. That's just what's going to happen. I've come to grips with it. I root for that. Actually, I can't root for it. I love I love Coach K. I but I I, I grew up. Dean Smith and the Tar Heels. I, I, oh, can't, root for, I can't root for Kay. Hold on. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Dean Smith? Excuse me, Dean Smith. Would you rather have Coach K or Cal and Kentucky win with Oscar? Well, you put it that way. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Give, that, me, give me Coach K. Can, can I there take option C and have Root Canal without the Novocaine? Mm, you don't want that, buddy. Promise you. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll throw a third one into the mix here. Gonzaga gets their first. Give me Gonzaga, man. Why is the hate so thick with them? If they prove uh, in the NCAA tournament, what's the hate? They don't play anybody. Kick rocks, if they I win agree. the tournament, what do you need to see? They got to the national championship last year. If they win the tournament, yes. Then it's not like they're skating okay. through it, every it, year in it, the in, if in they the win West the Coast. They do nothing in the conference or in the NCAA tournament. Get, miss me I just that. wish they had to play the same level of teams in the non-league everybody else does. Is all I'm saying. But they don't have to. So why? It's yeah, just they like should it's have the Notre Dame I mean, series, but they don't have the years of of history to make them hated. So why hate yeah. them? Because I, they I hate the up... insistence upon them. Yeah, but they're they good. Parkview's a really good coach. Dude, they always end up in a region that's oh, quite shit. frankly not that difficult. It's still the NCAA tournament. And you know what? Whenever you end up being a top overall seed, you're going to get the easiest region. That's how it works. But, okay, they get the top overall seed because they play some good teams before Christmas, and then they don't until other than maybe at BYU until March again. No wonder they're able to have that high seed. And it's working for them. Why would you – why would you want to do anything different if you're Gonzaga? Oh, oh, time out, time out. I'm not disagreeing with your point there at all about why would you want to change if you're Gonzaga. You shouldn't, but that's why I don't like him, and that's why there's an assistance upon them, and that's why the hate's there for Gonzaga. Nah, that's bullshit, I think. If they, like I said, if they just skated through that conference year it's in, more, year it's out, more, and did nothing it's more in the, the tournament. based off jealousy, Zach. That's it's like, why does it, Why don't they have to play good competition like that's everybody fair. else does? I get that. But like I said, if they skated through that comp that competition year in year out and went to the tournament and bombed, fine, I get it. But they kind of do bomb uh, they quite a have bit. Been excellent quite the past a bit. decade. They've had nah, time it out. Look at it. They've had two good runs, and they've bombed a ton in the tournament. What do you consider a bomb? How many first How many first round exits have they had? How many round of thirty two do they have? Round I'm of thirty two is a bomb. I'm just saying. Round of 32 is a bomb. It depends yeah, on mean, the team. Zach, Zach, one team sure. Zach, I understand where you're coming from, but I am kind of with Blaine. I mean, they don't run the gauntlet. like In the non-conference, they certainly do. If they schedule cupcakes in the non-conference like they do, or like they have in the conference play, hey, fine, hate them. Zach, you run the gauntlet in November. Nobody gives a shit come February. Zach, they probably still do play about four or five really, really tough games. And the rest are still kind of cream puff, even in non-league. Regardless. Well, regardless, if you're playing – if the rest of your conference is cream puff too, or maybe a little bit less of a cream puff, but still a cupcake variety, 
you should probably be playing more than four or five teams in the non-league. Y'all are tripping. Out of your, out of your Y'all are tripping. I'm dying on this hill. Why would you absolutely overload your non-conference when what you do every year scheduling-wise oh, gets you what you want? Zach, I agree with you, but that's why I don't like them, and that's why they'll never win a national championship. I mean, come on, man. Tarleton, Central Michigan, Dixie State, <laughs> Memorac, hey. Northern Arizona, North Alabama, uh, San Diego, which got postponed. I mean, come on, man. They're not pl- – hey, you look at their non-conference. Okay. Texas play- Tech, Alabama, UCLA, Duke, Texas. Kiss my ass. That's okay. five really good ones, and there's about seven that are just like, what the hell? Same with everybody the fuck else. But they don't play in the league. It doesn't matter. No, it, no, time out. It, time it out. does matter. It doesn't matter. It, it certainly yes, it doesn't. Does. It does. Zach, hold on. Time out. How are you going to say that them, you know why they lost last year in the national championship to Baylor? Because they hadn't faced a 10 point deficit probably since November. They didn't know how to handle it. What happened against UCLA? You were out of your mind. They weren't down 10 that game. They still had adversity to face at the end, and they fucking did it. What do you want from them? Y'all are way too high on expectations with them, I swear. Adversity? They were up 20 at the half. And they still managed to come out with the win despite having adversity at the end. Dude, they won by 20 against UCLA. I don't know what you want by me on that one. What? Huh? Are we talking this year? Are we talking last year? We're talking last year. Talking Final Four. Okay. I don't understand why you're probably over its It's it's a little ridiculous. Because they walk around with this air that they haven't earned. It's it's tough. It's it's tough because okay, they have earned it. Yes, they certainly. I just I just don't like the way they've been able to do it. And let's also been, not, and I let's, get that and, to a certain degree. And let's not also forget the eight on five WVU played against them in the tournament. Oh, that's that's fair too. But I, <laughs> I I I think it's just it's just the way they've been able to accomplish it. It's kind of like a cheat code, right? Like everybody else has to really work hard to, to get through these levels to get to that point, and they get to kind of just spam buttons and push a a bunch of times and just kick kick ass on these like absolutely inferior opponents from december to march i think that's why people don't like them i don't think i wouldn't change anything if i'm them because it works but that's why i don't like you because you don't have to do it the same way everybody else does I think it's fair. No, I, I'd completely agree with that. I mean, do you, do you, you? But you see what we're saying, though, Zach, right? Like, it's I'm, I don't think they should have to change anything. But that's why I do not like them because they're not having to face that difficult schedule. I think that's just preference. That's fine. I get it. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I just think, you know, maybe the disdain is a little much. Hey, and, and, and Mark Fee is probably a quality individual. It's just, I hate seeing, because do you think they are number two in the country good right now? You do, obviously, right? I think they have an awesome team, and in conference play, they pretty much fly under the radar because they're just smoking everybody they play. But they 
don't fly under the radar because they put them at number two in the country, and it's an assistance. Oh, Gonzaga is phenomenal. Them in the conference play, like you turn on the Sports Center, they may show Gonzaga highlight for twelve seconds. I mean, it's not like they're getting all because they're not. They're they're not playing anybody. I agree with you from that perspective. But they still have such a good team. You can't deny that they are worth having that rating. Their roster is as good as anybody's. Then play in a conference and prove it. Okay. Let's 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 have Gonzaga change what's working for them for the past twenty years. That makes total sense. Okay. Hey, WVU had to do it. Don't give a shit. They didn't have to do anything. We, this is ridiculous. We had, this is absolutely we, absurd. Well, no, if you're Gonzaga, why the hell would you change anything you're doing? You got to the national championship last year. This is crazy. It, well, okay, actually, yeah, they didn't it, win a national championship. No, so they, they got played. the national championship. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, but let's not. Okay, but then let's you know be fair because you wanted to bring up UCLA. Let 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 uh, look down at the opponents they played: Norfolk State, Oklahoma, Creighton, USC. Oh my that, that's god, that's not a gauntlet, dude. <laughs> what are we? What? <laughs> what are we talking about? But you know what? It's kind of funny because that is a pretty weak ass run to the tournament. Through the tournament, I should say. Yeah, where you had Baylor, who okay, yeah, Hartford, okay, but then a really good Wisconsin team, a really good Villanova team, a tough Arkansas out, Houston in the Final Four. Like Baylor had a pretty decent run through there. Gonzaga got kind of aided with not a whole lot there. They cannot control the seedings of their region. And who ends up winning the games ahead of them? You are putting things on them that they are that is out of their control now. What do you want from them? They don't make this. They don't make the bracket, dude. I just want more from them, Zach. I guess <laughs> I just want more from them. I think that's. I think that's all we can say, man. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this has been a complete waste of time. Uh, you know what, though, Zach, hey, Zach, I could be Zach asleep right the, now instead of arguing this uh, absurdity. Zach is the president of the Gonzaga fan club East Coast. I'm truly not. But you all are the biggest haters I've ever seen. Hey, I'm I'm not a hater. I'm just not an appreciator of how they did. That's fine. That's fine. That's all. I can understand that. I I really do. I mean, they're obviously they made it to the national championship twice in the last what five years. Right. You can't call them opposing team. They're not posers. They're legit. You don't make two national championships in five years if you are just posing. Uh, no, don't give me that shit. Nah, you know how hard it is I mean, to make a national championship game? It's pretty freaking I mean, hard. Te- I mean, uh, Texas Tech did it once. Not twice. And Chris Beard's one of the best coaches in the, in the well, entire country. One, I will say one of those times Gonzaga made it, they shouldn't have. That was our spot. I don't disagree with you. So they only really have one, and then Baylor just took them behind the shed. <laughs> So it's really we're it's almost oh my way. gosh in a COVID year. Can you let me get a you sleep? know what else I don't like about him, Zach? Drew Timmy is the biggest douche on the planet. Hey, I'm you're not going to hear any argument from me on that one. Facts. So, you know what? We'll, we'll have plenty of time the rest of March to talk more about Gonzaga because they won't play anybody for Can the rest not? of the month. Can we not? Oh, talk it, about it, Gonzaga it, ever it, again? It, it'll be brought back up again. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make you defend your case again. Can't wait. Uh, but you can't. They'll be back in the. They'll be back in the national championship again against Duke. Oh, oh, 
Oh, they will. I mean, hey, hey, hold on now. This this is interesting. I, um, do you want to like do you want to like claim to that right now, or do you want to wait a little bit longer? I'm tired enough to make a stupid decision. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> They'll be in the national championship. Those are when the best ones are made. All right, we'll have to figure out some stakes for this. Do, do you have? Do we got anything we want to want to throw on the line? We'll we'll establish that later on. I agree. Okay, that's that's good. Hey, well, I'll say we'll close it out on that. Um, hopefully it'll be a good weekend for Mountaineer hoops. We'll come back, maybe talk a little Super Bowl next week. We know it'll be a good weekend for Gonzaga hoops. Oh well, of course. Who are they playing this week? Like Tarleton, Santa Clara, maybe. Oh, uh, you know Santa Clara supposedly is an up and comer in that league. Aren't they all? They less sarcasm. Aren't they all? No, they've got BYU on ESPN, son. That's always a classic. classic. Actually, it is. And that's the one. You know what? That's the game they're going to lose. (laughs) Probably. And after next year when they leave, then that league becomes total dog shit. Only them and St. Mary's are worth anything at that point in time. Um, The fighting Steve Nash's, baby. Just just the facts. Just the facts. Fair enough. All right. Till next time, y'all. Take it easy. Have a great one. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place. Can somebody, anybody tell me why? Can somebody, anybody tell me why?